Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design, a podcast that teaches you how to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm a professional interior designer, realtor, and advanced feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me an energy design expert, helping you find, create, and design the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name's Amanda Gates, and today I'm taking it back to basics. But fair warning, you may get triggered. I'm fired up. I wanna talk about the eight things that dramatically affect our personal chi, but you know, I'm gonna go down the path of uh, some controversial things. Why? Well, we're finding out that there's a lot of people that are unhappy, they're depressed, they're negative. And so I want to get back into the basics of chi and how to find more joy in your life. So there is a purpose to this. There's a purpose to all the trigger warnings I'm giving you. Uh, But you know, I think a lot of people may say, why the hell would you do that, Amanda? Because our inbox has been flooded lately with people who are overwhelmed, they're anxious, they're stressed, they're pissed off, they're negative. Um, And I feel like a lot of people are numb too. You know, there's a lot of really scary things going on in our world. And I think that there's a lot of polarization, duality. There's a lot of uh, seeming separateness. And we're not, right? We talk about that a lot on the show. So I don't want to be lacking compassion and empathy. I get it. There's a lot going on. Uh, Just in the design world, I'm experiencing enormous delays, setbacks, frustration, alarming price increases, and a lot of that's happening on a weekly basis. I keep telling people, you know, don't shoot the messenger, but everyone is going through so much right now that it's just, it's like one little thing triggers people and fires them off. So there's a lot of frustration, there's a lot of disappointment, you know, and a lot of people I would argue that most of you that listen to this show are doing pretty damn good, right? Well, we have been getting a lot of emails, but I think that a lot of people are just small things trigger them and I get it. There's so much going on and there's a lot to be frustrated about. You know, we've got a lot of things going on in politics and we've got a lot of things that are going on uh, with what people should be doing and what they should not be doing. But here is where the rubber hits the road. You are a powerful being. Good Lord, if you could only fully comprehend the power that you have and how much you have the ability to control your circumstances, to control your reality by simply controlling the energy. And here's the cool thing. As a collective, the more people that we can get on board with this and can get into a state of equanimity, the more that we can shift the collective consciousness into one of peace. The chi is so stirred up right now. Oh my God, we're so worked up in a froth. It's like a freaking tornado. Just whip it around everybody. And we need to be the eye of the storm. We don't need to be the storm. We need to be the eye of the storm. We create our reality and together with a peaceful presence, we can create enormous peace and change. But how do we do that? We're at a massive crossroads. We no longer 
feel like we have a choice, right? We feel like all of this stuff is, we're being bombarded with all of this information and the media is really trying to control narrative right now. And so, you know, it's hard to discern truth and it's really hard to discern not only what that truth is, but what is real, right? There's so much illusion around us. And we're about to go through some really big changes, especially here in the U.S. have been talking a lot about how we're about to uh, go through our first Pluto return. And it's going to wake up and disrupt a lot of things. One thing in particular is the planet. We no longer have a choice, folks. Our planet is experiencing grave, grave changes. My old business coach, Sue, uh, Sue Painter, she just shared the other day with me uh, and she posted it up on Facebook that 22 species of birds have now been officially announced as extinct. It was in the New York Times. And at what point do we as a society realize the woes of our ways and change, you know, what we're doing, how we're behaving? problem is is so many people want to go back to normal but that normal was a complete illusion the way that we've been living it has come at a high cost and we can no longer embrace progress at the sake of our planet so you know our planet is screaming our animals are being harmed they're now going extinct and the thing is is that you know we had such a great experience during the, the pandemic when all these animals were resurfacing because it was safe for them, right? It was such a great eye-opening experience to see how our progress has really affected them. And we're, we're talking about alarming levels of stress and anxiety. That only means one thing. Fear is driving your emotions. There's only two paths here, folks. There is no in-between. There's no gray area. There's only two emotions here, love or fear. Now imagine if we could channel all of that wasted energy of fear, which doesn't serve us, makes us, you know, feel like we're accomplishing something, but that's just the ego. The ego's just, you know, getting you all riled up because it's trying to survive. But imagine all that emotion and the glorious emotion of love. If we could channel that all into something really, really positive, I don't know, maybe equality for all, better healthcare system that actually heals, a food system that benefits not only our planet, but actually, you know, isn't laden with GMOs and a bunch of other crap. And, you know, a planting system that allows everyone to have the nutrition that they require. No one goes hungry. A system that financially supports all of us equally. You know, there's so many things in our system that are broken. But can you imagine if it were different? Because guess what? It's possible. And it all comes down to our chi. When we can fluff our chi and get ourselves out of that fear, when we can get ourselves into that place of love, which is a high vibration, it's one of the highest. The only thing above it is enlightenment. And let me tell you, (laughs) none of us are enlightened. We're close, some of us, but most of us are not. But here's the thing, you have to understand that when the collective, which is a mass majority of us, are living close to or in fear, it creates a reality of things to be fearful of. And let me remind you, you are incredibly powerful. 
You are a powerful being. You have such an enormous potential that's burning deep down inside of you. But you've been told otherwise. You've been programmed otherwise. One of my favorite books, uh, it's called Untamed, written by Glennon Doyle. Love her. But she explains this beautifully in her book. At the very beginning, I think it's actually in the prologue, she shares this beautiful story of her family going to the zoo and discovering a sign. Ooh, let's see the cheetah run. And they decide to go to the big show where they're introduced to Tabitha, a baby cheetah, who, by the way, was raised alongside a Labrador named Minnie. Minnie was introduced to Tabitha to tame her. And I quote from Glennon's book, Day after day, this wild animal chases dirty pink bunnies down a well-worn, narrow path they cleared just for her. Never looking left or right, never catching that damn bunny, settling instead for a store-bought steak and the distracted approval of sweaty strangers. Obeying the zookeeper's every command, just like Minnie, the lab she's been trained to believe that she is. Unaware that if she remembered her wildness, even for just a moment, she could tear those zookeepers to shreds. When Tabitha finished her stake, the zookeeper opened a gate that led to a small fenced field. The zookeeper picked up her megaphone and asked if anyone had any questions. A young girl in the audience said, Hey, isn't Tabitha sad? Doesn't she miss the wild? And the zookeeper very quickly said, No, no, Tabitha was born here at the zoo. She doesn't know any different. She's never even seen the wild. At that moment, I wished I could ask Tabitha, What's happening inside of you right now? I knew what she'd tell me. She'd say, Hmm, something's off about my life. I feel restless and frustrated. I have this hunch that everything was supposed to be more beautiful than this. She'd sigh and say, Oh, but I should be grateful. I have a good enough life here at the zoo. It's crazy to long for what doesn't even exist. You know what I'd say to her? Tabitha, you're not crazy. You're a goddamn cheetah. Now, I love this story because all of us have this yearning deep inside of us. We have these callings deep within us, but many of us have been programmed to think that we have to do something otherwise, right? We can't do that. You're not going to be able to live on that. You're not going to be able to do that. You can't do that. We're programmed. And let me tell you, if you haven't read this book, I need you to stop what you're doing, even listening to this show, and you need to go out right now and you need to buy that damn book. I have given this book to every single woman I know. In so many ways, you are being tamed without even realizing it. Think about it. Think about the programming that we still hear, hello, ding, 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 that we still hear to this day. Girls are better at reading. Boys are better at math. Girls should behave. They should be agreeable and accommodating. Do you know that I heard this bullshit 
my whole life growing up. My grandma used to say to me, and I quote, your beauty only lasts as long as your disposition stays sweet. Mm -hmm. That's the programming I got. Oh, he's just being a boy. Men should be tough and powerful. Girls should be thin and pretty. That way they're appealing to men. Assertive women, well, they're not feminine. Men are logical and rational. Women are helpless and irrational. Women with kids, they're less devoted to their jobs. Men who help out around the house, well, they're not manly. Women are too emotional. Men are too impersonal and not emotionally equipped to take care of tasks that are, quote unquote, better for women. It's her fault because she stayed in the relationship. Oh, and the bullshit goes on and on, right? And you might want to say, oh, Amanda, that stuff doesn't... It, it, you don't see that today. Oh, yeah, you do. In Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In, she shares a story as recent as 2014 where she was shopping in a department store and saw onesies for babies. One in pink that said, pretty like mommy. And one in blue that said, smart like daddy. You're going to tell me that that programming doesn't still exist? We are literally being programmed from the very onset, being gaslit on how we should behave, how we should speak, and how we should learn. Our ideologies are completely manipulated, and now more than ever, your beliefs are being challenged. We have a crazy world whipping around us, and it's strangulating everything that you've been programmed to believe. So you may be saying, what the hell does this have to do with my chi, Amanda? What does this have to do with our post-pandemic world? I thought I was going to listen to a show that was going to teach me about my chi. <laughs> We're getting there. Hang on. I have a rant that I need to talk about. The gender stereotyping of men and women has a profound impact on our society. It supports discrimination and inequality between men and women. Even though we've been encouraged to be liberated in our beliefs and attitudes, many people's actions are still completely influenced by stereotyping and misconceptions. And they've been passed down through generations. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg devoted her life's work to fighting for equality. And might I remind you, she joined the Supreme Court in 1993 and she continued that same work until her death last year. This isn't a battle won yet. I mean, good Lord, 1993, we're only talking, what, 30 years? Yeah, no. Even though we proclaim to be liberated in our beliefs and attitudes, our actions are still influenced and skewed by stereotyping. In spite of the stated values of embracing all walks of life and honoring LGBTQIA, black, white, brown, and everything in between, a surprising number of people today relate to each other based solely on stereotypes. Beliefs and attitudes supported by the unspoken biases that lie within our teachers, neighbors, pastor, family, friends, uh, you name it. Any authority figures in your life, whatever their belief system was, I guarantee you, you inherited some of it if you were around them. And the media is guilty of exploiting these differences and exaggerating stereotypes to sell products and all kinds of other storylines and narratives. 
The social pressure exerted by these attitudes is as damaging to everyday relationships as it is to racial prejudices and people of different ethnic backgrounds. So Amanda, what the hell does this have to do with Chi? Christ almighty folks, this has everything to do with Chi. When you allow this programming and discriminating view to infiltrate every cell of your body and you're pushing it on everyone else, it influences every decision you make. It's literally, you're, you're just puking on people your personal belief system, which by the way, was programmed. And when those beliefs get challenged, pushed and stretched in uncomfortable ways to an insurmountable amount of stress and anxiety and say, I don't know, an unprecedented event like a pandemic, the pressure mounts and from it comes grave consequences. Many people are living above the shoulders. What do I mean by that? They're living fast and loose, as my grandma would say. Fast opinions, loose decisions. And now we're starting to see cognitive dissonance, where beliefs are all that's left. So no matter what we're going to hang on for dear life for what we truly think we believe, what we truly think is truth. Here's the thing, folks. As we move forward, you're going to have to kick that ego aside. You need to let the heart rule the show. Lean in on gratitude and appreciation for all that you have and make sure everyone in your life knows how thankful you are. You're thankful to have them. You also need to kick that ego aside and let the heart rule so that you can let everyone know that they matter. Be curious and open. Your spiritual tools that you've learned on this podcast and my teachings over the past decade are no longer a hobby. We are no longer doing this for kicks and giggles. We're now stepping into the big leagues. Yep. These tools I teach are essential to survive and require a daily practice, to treat everyone with kindness, to be open and curious to all that is and not be judgmental and discerning with our belief systems and believing that those belief systems are true and exact. What you now need is not outside of you, but deep within you. This is what I call spiritual matter. Essential tools to help you navigate like a kick-ass spiritual being to really understand your true light and that we are all one and not a self-righteous, judgmental, biased, apathetic human being. Does that make sense? So again, why does this matter? Because you need to remember who you are. You're a goddamn cheetah. And for you to be that cheetah and to understand that we are all unique and special, you have to care for your chi. When it gets lopsided and upset, and when it's unhappy, this can be seen. People who can see auras can see the darkness. They can see the lopsidedness. They can see the unhealthiness of the energy around you. That, my friends, is chi. So I want to share with you today a few fantastic tips. I'm going to share eight things with you today that dramatically affect your personal chi. And that now more than ever, you need to be mindful of the things that you are allowing in and around you. 
Whether it's your friends, whether it's your environment, the people that you play with, it is now more important than ever to stay open and curious and creative so that your chi can stay strong and healthy. And as a collective, we can raise the vibration and really usher in this golden age that is just on the other side of what is seemingly pure chaos and judgment, which (laughs) a lot of it it is, but we're almost there. So in order to have a beautiful life, you first must have beautiful energy. Here's how you do it. Number one, pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to how you are thinking. Stop judging others. Stop judging yourself. Stop paying attention to others. Pay attention to yourself and what you need. And approach each day with grace and be easy on yourself. You're doing a great freaking job. You know why? Because you're a goddamn cheetah. Your sphere of influence. Number two, pay attention. Now more than ever, you need to be very mindful of the company that you keep. Those said stereotypes that I just mentioned applies to everything and everyone. How you feel about yourself, others, your spouse, friends, neighbors, your belief systems are what produce those judgments. And I hate to break it to you, but they're probably false. You conceive perceptions about how you think things are and how you think things should be. Focus on yourself. Be mindful of the company you keep. And if somebody in your life challenges you, triggers you, upsets you, get rid of them. It's literally survival of the fittest at this point. You need to focus on you and making you happy. So if anyone in your sphere of influence challenges that in any way, get rid of them. Number three, listening. Be mindful of what you are listening to. Talk radio, negative music, whatever it is, you have to pay attention. Even the people around you and what they're speaking of. If it's not positive and uplifting, get rid of it. Listening to music about how your spouse cheated on you and how sad you are and nothing ever works out for you. Guess what? Your little mind is taking notes. You don't need that. Get rid of it. Positive and uplifting only. Pay attention to what you watch. There's a reason why I stopped watching TV eight years ago. I haven't seen a new show in years. It's biased. It's paid for. And it's corrupt. Harvey Weinstein is a perfect example of that. Perfect example. He owned a portion of NBC and guess what? He controlled the narrative so the truth didn't come out. If it's not positive and uplifting, get rid of it. Number five, pay attention to your language. Women are notorious for being self-deprecating. Ding, ding, ding. Talk about stereotypes, right? Just said one right there, but it's true. We've been programmed to think that we are less than, so we often compare ourselves to everyone and everything. Stop the nonsense. You're a goddamn cheetah. Act like the goddess you are. Fire up inside and know that everything that you're bringing to the table not only matters, but is perfectly good enough. Pay attention, number six, to your environment. Obviously, this would be on the list. I'm an advanced feng shui practitioner. Be mindful of your environment and how you take care of it. 
This includes the physical and hello, unphysical aspects. You got to take care of the things you have and be grateful for what you have and treat it all with respect. Beautiful energy is what equals a beautiful life. And if you live like a slob, well, nothing about that is beautiful. That's chi that's screaming for help. That's chi that ain't happy. Be mindful of your environment. Number seven, be grateful. Be freaking kind. Show everyone and everything gratitude. Show everyone and everything kindness. Be open and curious to everyone you meet and be joyful in everything that you do. Even if it's the worst day, if you feel like everything is going wrong, maybe take a step back and say, huh, wonder what I'm learning. Wonder what's going on here. What's the bigger picture? If you meet someone new, be open and curious to who they are as an individual. Stop the judgment. Just be open and curious and learn something new. And number eight, care for the food you ingest. I don't give a crap. You know, I always tell people to eat well, drink plenty of water, you know, uh, try to really be mindful of eating really good high vibe foods. At this point, I still think you should eat as best as possible, but care for the food that you ingest. I don't care if you're eating Cheetos and pizza. I think over time it's going to matter, but if right now, if that is what you need, fine, do more of that, but take care of it. Be thankful for it. Drive delicious energy into what you are about to consume because it changes the vibration of what you ingest. So take care of it. Be thankful for it and be thankful that it's feeding you and your family. This is the nutrition that you need, the vibe that you need right now. So change the vibration of it. I don't care what it is, just make sure that you're thankful for it. All of these things affect your personal chi. And this is a daily practice. This is no longer an occasional hobby. Oh, Amanda, this is cool. I might try this. I might dabble in this. No. This is a daily practice to keep your chi healthy. And more importantly, to keep you happy. To keep you elevated. And more joy filled. So many people I've been talking to have collapsed chi. They're sad. They're depressed. They're negative. A lot of people I'm talking to are lonely. This is a display of unhealthy chi that's not being cared for. Take the time you need every single day to calibrate your system. I don't care if in the morning you sit for five minutes and just sit in silence. Allow your system to calibrate and to come to rest. Our world is so uncertain and it's so freaking scary. We need to push those beliefs and biases that we've, you know, raised on and and have grown in our mind. We need to push those aside. You know why? They no longer serve us. All they're doing is dividing us and making us believe that we're separate. And the truth of the matter is, we're all one. We come from the same damn source. We're all the same energy. And each and every one of you is a goddamn cheetah. The problem is, is it's lying dormant within you and you have yet to tap into it because you're so worked up in other things. You're driving your energy into things that don't matter. 
nurture your cheetah, feed it, and allow it to come alive. Each and every one of you is special and amazing, and the world will be less than without you sharing your gifts with us. So tap into it, tune into it, and share it with us. We all deserve to show up as we truly are and to be our true selves and not the selves that we've been programmed to believe that we are. So dust yourself off because the world needs more people like you. Make sense? All right, everyone. I told you I was fired up and I was going to start saying some things. But the most important thing is to care for your chi. Take care of your chi and everything else will fall into place. I promise. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm so grateful for every single one of you. Don't forget, I have an awesome Patreon page where you can learn more about astrology and feng shui. I've put the link in the show notes if you're interested in learning more about that. Thank you for being here today and listening to my rant. And I hope that each and every one of you goes out and nurtures your cheetah today. And thank you for Glennon Doyle for sharing her amazing work. Untamed is the book. And she's the one that shares with us and teaches us that we are all a goddamn cheetah. All right, everyone. Trust the vibe because the energy never lies. Mm-hmm.